Nailed it. Did I nail it? I think I nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say I nailed it. <laughs> testing one, two, testing one, two. <clears throat> Need my radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doremi. Oh, God. Hello and welcome to Word Up Podcast. I'm Evie. And I'm Webster. And today we are here with Merida. Hey, <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> How are you today? Yeah, really good. <laughs> Chilly, but good. Yeah. Excited to be here. And you're here with also your project, Project Fearless? Yep. Uh, which is after school programs for girls based in Amsterdam. And really excited to chat about it. Yeah. I like that you're rocking the Project Fearless shirt. Always on brand. Yep. You never know who's watching. I like it. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit how it all started for you? Sure. Um, Well, it started in a whirlwind of despair, uh, to be honest. (laughs) Um, I spent seven and a half years uh, as a corporate designer, um, which was amazing and had a really cool, sexy title. But I realized eventually that that wasn't my end goal. Um, So after a year of just, to be honest, like despair and and panic of what do I do with my life? How do I help people? How do I make me come out and give the world what I'm best at? Mm -hmm. Uh, I realized three things were really important Um, and that was one, I loved creating communities where I could empower and cheer people on. Mm. I was never MVP on a team, but I was always the coach's award for being the biggest cheerleader. Uh, and I have to be in a place where I'm physically active, making things, doing Mm. with my hands, and then also, uh, creating an impact. And so I thought about what was missing and what I was really lucky to have as a young girl growing up. And I wanted to bring that to future generations. Cool. Sounds very exciting. And uh, how did you start? What was your process? Like how did, when you realized those three things, yeah. like how when did it finally you... explode, had this like, yeah, <laughs> yeah brain explosion. Um, I feverishly went home and I just started researching. So mm. my, in my background with design was um, human centric design. So I was huge into research, gathering, collecting, collecting, building binders of why people do things or how they do things. So I started researching all those who had inspired me or who were doing something that I think is really amazing, whether that was a restaurant that by day was a child's cafe and at night was like a happening sushi club or like a this program in the States called, um, I believe it's oh, Girls on the Run, mm. which gets girls anywhere from the ages of I think like five to 14 oh running their first uh, 5K uh, with mentors and stuff. So pulling all of this research together and and thinking, okay, what do I love about them? And then what would I do? Like, what would be my spin on Mm. it? Um, And going in those themes that I talked about, the empowering and working. And uh, so that became sort of my market research. Uh, And there I went into consumer research because that was also part of my background Mm. um, of is this something that people actually want? You know, listening to parents, uh, looking at the what's currently offered in the Netherlands um, and in the States, to be honest, because I'm from the States, but I was here now and I knew there's a lot of empowering programs in the States, but not doing what I had wanted to do, like pull all these pieces together. Mm. Um, 
And from there, I started writing a business plan, which is super boring. Um, <laughs> and yep, and looking at black and white letters on a screen was just killing my designer soul. Um, but it was fine. I knew it had to be done, and it was a great brain dump. And it also helped me write my story too, because at that point, I'd also quit my corporate job. And so people are like, "What are you doing?" And um, by having a business plan, I could actually start formulating my that eventually that ninety mm. second pitch. Uh, and then. I hired a brand strategist and a brand team out of London, which was amazing. And they were two women who just got my mission and what Project Fearless was and were able to take my semi-articulate self and, <laughs> and make it to something that was, I mean, just blew my mind. Right. Uh, yeah. And then I did an uh, accelerated program at the Impact Hub, which is actually where I met Webster. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were buddies on the first day. I may have overwhelmed him with my enthusiasm. Not at all. <laughs> You're still alive, so okay, great, great, great. Um, and uh, and that was great because that gave me homework, it gave me guide rails. Mm. I had my north star, but um, as you know, when you first start any sort of you know, startup, you mm. kind of like, oh, I need to do this, and I could do that, and then what if I had, you know? But giving guardrails to kind of help you shoot towards that north star without getting too lost amongst the galaxy, if you will, really helped. Yeah. June thirteenth, we launched our website. There was a pitch at the Impact Hub. And it's been a rocket ship ever since. Wow. Yeah. So it's, but it's still only been yeah. half a year, not even. <laughs> not even, right? right. So, yeah, so I quit my corporate job in December. And then all of that, you know, the, the business plan and everything until June 13th, website launched. A week later, uh, we were lucky enough to have our first sponsor reach out to us. Um, I put a call to action for teammates, for women to join this mission. Um August 9th, we opened registrations for our program. So it's crazy to think about this. September 9th, um, we launched, we started our first, we started, well, started our first pilots and, uh, and now we're eight and a half weeks in and wrapping those pilots up. And it's just been an incredible journey. And the feedback from the girls and the parents is just more than I, than I would have expected or even put like a goal or a tagline mm. on because uh, yeah it's amazing nice i want to know what it's been like uh throughout this process since starting the program uh what are the conversations you're having with the parents and the girls so uh it's more it's funny the parents is more like what are you doing you know what'd you talk about or like or like how are you doing this you know and um and it's a little bit of magic behind the scenes right you know we even had a had a parent who said i don't know what you do or how you do it, but it's working. <laughs> and we were like, all right, that sounds great. <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep going. Um, so the conversation, it's, it's definitely more with the girls. Um, and we talk about, in and, and all of our courses, so um, on Mondays we've had skateboarding, on Tuesdays we've had Mind and Movement Lab, and on Fridays is Community Service and Leadership. And throughout all our programs, no matter what the physical part of that, whether it's skateboarding or boxing or creating a prototype. We're also talking about leadership and uh, impact and how everybody has a voice. You know, you don't have to be the super extrovert that's standing on a soapbox or leading a march to create an impact. You can use your passion to create a change every single day of your life. It's a lot of pressure, but <laughs> you could <laughs> if you wanted to. Um, and then also just discussing about what do you feel is leadership and what do you feel is a good teammate and how do you define success? Um, you know, we're coming into an age where parents um, in the, with the best intentions are saying, you can do anything. You can become whoever you want. And it's, 
And it's true, right? But that's also a lot of pressure put on one person. Um, and it also, what you want may not necessarily be a neuroscience engineer who's going into space, you know? And, and that's great. As long as you're happy doing what you want to do, there's nothing better in the world that you can give. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering uh, what... What is it that you want, uh, would like to know now that when you started and mm -hmm. that you know now? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really good one. I think it's something that I've been trying to keep as my motto throughout this entire year has been trust the process. Mm. Um, so I really try to keep believing that. Um, and But yeah, that's a really good question. I think like, you know, there's nothing that's been so surprising that we've had to do a complete 360. You know, there's definitely been some pivots and bobs and some weaves. But what's amazing is that um, our team of coaches, of volunteers behind the scenes are incredible women. And we take the feedback from the literally instant. So, you know, we see a class, something goes a little bit wrong or something goes a little bit right. Mm -hmm. We can take that and directly put it back into next week's class. Or I can say, for instance, on week three, no matter the course, all of the girls are completely different. Mm. So I was able to go on skateboarding. We, we were like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> like <laughs> these girls are crazy <laughs> compared to like where they were week one. But what was great is that I could go to the mind and movement lab because we have different coaches for each course and say, by the way, don't be surprised if the girls are, you know, completely different. They're more confident. They're used to each other. Now they're used to us. Mm. They're pushing their boundaries. They're getting excited. They're, you know, just, just feeling out who they are now. Um, so it's really great. So there's really nothing that it's like, Oh man, I wish I knew that when we started. Mm. Uh, but it's more of, if I could continue this whole um, every week is a learning process and to take it as that, as opposed to, you know, a failure or a big hiccup. Right, right. Yeah. Must be really wonderful seeing the girls grow in that way. You know, it's, I, I think it's, yeah, it's something, again, like it's something that we just never expected. Right. Like I, I, our goal is impact, of course, like our goal is emotional and behavioral change that happens over these six or eight weeks. Um, and we knew that the girls are smart but we didn't know how quickly and how adaptable they were, right? So like I said, from week one to week three, they're completely different, but also from week to week and depending on what we talk about. So I can tell you a really interesting thing that happened in the skateboarding class on week two, all of a sudden we noticed that the girls were quite competitive against each other. You know, mm. they were jumping in front of each other to, to, say, to get more of the coach's attention or they're going up saying like, oh, you didn't learn that yet? <laughs> and it was really weird because like the week before, I mean, I guess the week before was everybody still new. Um, but I hadn't seen that in our mind and movement lab. But our mind and movement lab, we talked about teamwork and leadership and supporting each other the very first day. Whereas that was kind of something we were going to talk about in, in skateboarding a little bit later in the course. And the coaches and I were like, okay, well, we need to nip this in the bud. So the next week, prior to getting onto our skateboards, we spent a whole hour discussing what does it mean to be a leader? What does it mean to be a teammate? And what do you need, you know, when you're feeling insecure, what would really help you? And instantly, I mean, 
literally instantly they were able to put that into practice with skateboarding and instead of oh you haven't gotten that trick it was like hey let me help you this is how you stand blah 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 high five you know <laughs> screaming like the girls were taking it you know sort of like a jab in the face of like literally just screaming like support 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 <laughs> I was like okay we get it <laughs> you're smart <laughs> smarter yeah, yeah. than us you're cheeky <laughs> hilarious um yeah and you know our, our mind and movement lab was six weeks because it was a mm. pilot. So we did one that was six, one that was eight, one that was nine, just to see what the best option was. Eight weeks slash indefinitely has been the feedback from parents. <laughs> um, That's which great. Is, which is great. <laughs> uh, but we needed to, you know, make a stop. So, um, but the Mind and Movement Lab was the shortest one. And on the very last day, we started and finished every single class of those six weeks with a circle of like check-in, where you are, a body scan. At the end of every day, we... We got in a circle and we said maybe something we were proud of, something we wanted to give a compliment to somebody else in the team or something that we're grateful for. And on the very last day, this girl who was, uh, I think she was 10, she was Dutch, because our classes are taught in both English and Dutch. Um, and we have an even split of Dutch native speakers and Dutch English, or, and English speakers. And uh, this girl raised her hand and she said, can I go first? I'm like, yeah, of course. And she said, um, I'm really thankful that I was able to join here because here I can be myself, whereas at school I'm too embarrassed to be. And it's really nice to be myself. And all the coaches just looked at each other and like the biggest goosebumps. And <laughs> because if we could have created one goal for all of Project Fearless, like that was it. You know, that was the one thing we wanted. And, and then that, she was so brave that she said it out loud that other girls felt that they could also say it out loud. So, you know, we think like, wow, that was in just six weeks. One day a week for six weeks. Can you imagine what 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 could happen if she comes back next year and we keep doing this over and over again, what the impact could be and who could she really become? And is that your plan to go on and take over the world? That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> as daunting as it may seem. Um, yeah, so that's the plan. So right now we're wrapping up the pilots. We are taking feedback and impact measurements from the parents, from the girls, uh, discussing with the coaches and our team to see, okay, who do we have going forward? The relaunch, uh, the official like relaunch here to stay will be in February. Our goal for the end of next year is to have, you know, 2020 is a big year, is uh, we want to have our permanent space mm. to call our own clubhouse, which would be amazing. <laughs> uh, and then we want to be able to offer courses five days a week in various, you know, programs. Uh, but we always will offer a program. We have three themes of which our programs align with. Mm -hmm. uh, the makerspace, so that could be woodworking, it could be bike engineering, STEM, um, art and science blends, the community service and leadership, and then the Mind and Movement Lab. So the courses will always follow within one of those three themes. Uh, and we may have multiple Mind and Movement Labs going in one week. Uh, we haven't figured it out yet. That's super exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing that you're doing all these sort of practical um, uh, sort of workshops that girls and I guess some boys wouldn't get access to in school. What do you think is stopping young girls from, let's say, doing woodworking or, you know, skateboarding and stuff like that? Like what are the, I guess, social pressures against them? That yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of I definitely think, of course, there's like the stereotypes. Right. And but I think it's a lot of it's just access. You know, we had some girls who joined our skateboarding program who knew how to skateboard. And purely the reason for joining was like, I just wanted to skate with more girls. And they were so thankful. We did the same recap of like, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful to skate, to know more girls who skate. Um, 
the woodworking, I do think schools are offering that. Um, when I was speaking to some teachers ahead of time, you know, they said what's interesting is, especially in the maker spaces, that the girls love the maker space. But what ends up happening is, especially if you have boys who outnumber girls in the classroom, the boys end up taking over and the girls kind of fade to the back. So we wanted to create a space where everybody's voice was heard. Everybody's way of tackling a problem was um, supported. Uh, but I don't think it's, you know, I think we're, I luckily think we are moving away from like, oh, that's just for boys or, oh, that's just for girls. But I think it's just access. And I think it's also creating a safe space where you can come in, in your comfort zone and then expand outside your comfort zone. Makes sense. I wish I could, uh, <laughs> I wish I had stuff like that when I was growing up, actually. Because yeah. for me, it was uh, kind of, you know, being, being like a boy, I was like, right, you're going to do sports. You're going to yeah. do hockey. You're going to do rugby, football. And my sisters will get to do like dancing yeah. and like theater, theater and stuff, which I got to into in my later life. But I always wished as a young kid that I could try all those things because I think kids are curious. 100%. You know, I think a lot of the things that they see and they learn is because they look around and they're like, oh, well, there's no other boys or no other girls doing that. So I probably don't want to do that because I don't want to be an outcast. I don't want to be an outcast or who do I approach or what, where would that lead me to? Yeah. You know, because it's, you know, so, um, for instance, we want to do a bike mechanic course, like a bike engineering mechanic course. And I've been like canvassing the city for bike mechanics who are women. And it's not because we're anti-men or we don't think men have a voice. It's more of the fact that like part of our program is the see her, be her. So yeah, we could have a course taught by a guy, but the, at the end of the day, we really want to show girls that there's jobs for her and it's a real, it's, it's such a simple connection, but it's really important. Um, but also back to your point about the idea of like just having options to try things and without the pressure of being the best. So one of our girls in the Mind and Movement Lab, her, her thing that she was thankful for was that she got to do, like try all this stuff without feeling the pressure of having to be perfect or the best. Because a lot of stuff, you know, whether it's team sports, which offer so many great learning skills. I'm a huge supporter of team sports. I think it's really important. But um, at the end of the day, sometimes you just want to like dance goofy and not have anybody to tell you that your toes need to be turned out that way or <laughs> you're not skinny enough to be on stage. Yeah, right. So <laughs> it's just giving them a place where like you can be yourself and you can be your best, your worst or just your medium self. And we will support every moment of that. Yeah, it's like uh, people who want to sing and are scared to be. Uh, alone on the stage that's the choir yeah option yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it together yeah exactly <laughs> right yeah absolutely like and you know the mind and movement lab we didn't have a we only used a mirror one day um the rest was kind of just uh it doesn't matter no you know yeah, unless exactly. if we saw somebody who was about to like injure themselves we would of course like make a little tweak but it yeah. wasn't a like ooh, you have to uh, box with this sort of ferocity or you have to have your hips in this exact position. Mm. It was just feeling what it feels like yeah. and also just getting stoked for moving your body because that's right. such a powerful feeling. And they're so young also. Yeah. Like this, like, it's not the time to be, they need to play and they need to be absolutely, absolutely. kids. Right, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, we ha had, I've, I've heard from three different girls across the courses that they've dropped out of da dance or um, gymnastics or something because uh, it gave them anxiety attacks. Mm. These girls are under the ages of 14, right? That's crazy. It's like, man, I mean, I, I understand, again, I understand the importance of, of sport. I understand the importance of competition. But if it's driving you to that point, 
what's the point? That's there. That there's no point. <laughs> like this shouldn't be where you're going. Um, so it just gives them a break. Right. But this is how our society, unfortunately, is yeah. wired. Oh, I have parents asking me if there's homework. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's like, that's amazing. No, uh, no, the homework is to, to, to just be excited for next week. That's the homework, you know, or yeah. like sometimes we give them little challenges of like, all right, so we learned about how to create an impact next week. We want to hear, you know, how did, how you, how you made an impact. Um, and sometimes it's celebrating things of like, this girl said, well, I, I saw a guy was having trouble throwing a piece of paper away. So I, I helped him throw that away. And I was like, yeah, high fives, woo, 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 you know, because <laughs> like, that's, that's great. And, right. um, and she was thinking about us and that's all we asked for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Were there any things that you as a child really wanted to do that you didn't get to do? No. Uh, that's great. I know. <laughs> I know. And I, I feel really like guilty even saying that. I, 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 and I think that was one of the reasons why I started Project Fearless was because I realized how lucky I was as a child that my parents really supported. If I was into monster trucks, we went, to, you know, we like explored that option, you know, and it wasn't because we had all the money in the world. It was just because my parents didn't really see a gender, you know, stereotype and they really wanted me to push my boundaries and fall and get back up and, um, I tried some stuff and I realized, yeah, that's not for me. Like dance. <laughs> I can dance on my own, but for some reason when I'm a, with a team in a, like a group that we're also doing the same thing, I get really distracted what everybody else is doing. And then, yeah, so it doesn't work for me. Um, but no, I, I was really lucky in that sense. And I was also really lucky that at a time in my life when stuff was really hard at school, um, I had whether it was parents or adults or a mentor, I don't really remember who was the exact person who said this was like, just be yourself. It may suck. People are still going to be mean mm. and it's still going to be hard, but just be yourself. And I promise you at the end of this, whenever this curve will be, you're going to be so happy that you stuck to that. Um, and I, and I, I'm very happy. It sucked. <laughs> and it was hard. <laughs> um, but I'm very happy that happened. And so I, I think I'm very lucky that I was given kind of those pushes, you know, the, the pushes of you have no boundaries. You can try these things. You don't have to do it because you have to be the best um, and just be yourself. So. And that brings us to what I'm really curious about. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> done, done. <laughs> Yeah, because everything before this right, is yeah. totally well, irrelevant. That's flop. So if you want to just if you skip ahead until now, so we can totally stop it. Great. No, like as as far as I understand, I mean this project fearless taking hundred and ten percent of your time. Yep. But um, what's your private life? What's your what, what is Merida behind the, <laughs> behind the curtain of uh, project fearless? Um, a cat mom. Uh, recently engaged. See? See, yeah, fabulous cat. Yeah, by the way. an incredible cat. Um, I'm just recently engaged to an incredibly supportive partner, Elliot. Thank you so much for sticking with me through the downs and the ups and the oh my god, I can't do this. Um, but you know, I, I people ask me how I started Project Fearless, and I say selfishly, right? Like when right. I go back to the three things, which is the empowering people, the physically active, and making an impact, like. Those are the three things that make me the happiest and the best me. And so when I'm doing those, I know I feel really confident like who I am. Mm. Um, so I do a lot of those behind the scenes as well. You know, I sew a lot. I bake a lot. I have my little like custom baking uh, side gig. Um, I try to stay as active as possible. Mm. Um, and yeah, just trying to trying to manage the balance. The balance is hard. 
Um, and some days it's easier than others, but some days you go to bed at 10 o'clock after not like literally saying two words to your partner after getting home at mm. 9.30. And, um, but at the end of the day, the weekends, I'm really trying to tune off and get back to whether it's sewing quilts or baking cakes or... Right. Like yeah. doing something with your hands. Do, again, doing yeah. something with my hands. I ha that That's super important to me. Um, but yeah, I, Project Fearless is really a super reflection of me. Uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, <laughs> um, I think it's wonderful. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it really is a reflection of me. So my behind the scenes really aren't that behind the scenes. Um, yeah, if I could add more courses to Project Fearless and teach them all myself, we'd have a costuming course. We'd have a <laughs> horror makeup course, a sewing course, and a baking course. Yeah. Um, TBD on those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would sign up for that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> can Fairless I come? Cupcakes. Fearless I mean. cupcakes. I, I mean, every week I've been baking muffins for all the girls. They've been extremely spoiled. And nice. uh, I was just talking to one of the girls in the other course, and I was like, I really want to do a baking course. And she's like, oh, I would do a baking course. Oh, great. <laughs> We're doing it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, behind the scenes, it's really, it's very similar. Um, right. Just a little bit, you know, I guess when I'm not having makeup on, my eyes are a lot more sunken in um <laughs> but uh, other than that it's pretty exposed <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's your advice for people who are still searching for the balance that you mentioned like well, how to what's the tip or yeah. few maybe <laughs> yeah that, i mean that's and that's the hardest one because i'm still finding it right? right and and some days like i said some days it feels a lot easier than others and um i've been saying this a lot but it's it's just trust the process um and trust your intuition you know, like if you need, you don't have to say yes to everything. Um, and I know like a lot of entrepreneurs, when you go to those like networking events and stuff like that, they're like, you know, I, I just started saying no for the first time. And I really just, get, I'm starting to understand that because especially as you're first starting out, you almost want to take every single opportunity that's thrown at you or given to you because, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Um, but at the end of the day, it's also okay to say no. And if you believe in what you're doing as worthy enough and you've set your North star, you'll get there mm -hmm. no matter how many things you say yes to, or no matter, no matter how many things you say no to. Yeah. Again, <laughs> way easier said than done. Um, <laughs> I have to write an email tonight actually that I'm not stoked about to say like, thank you, but no. Uh, but I know it's really important for me and it's because family at that point, that date comes, comes first. Of course. Yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody, yeah. it's it's such a, it's like it's this weird guilt feeling, right? Like yeah. it's your intuition saying like you really need the rest. You know you you've set this date as family time. It's supposed to be family time. It's really important to you, but you also have this guilt of like, well, are they going to think that you're not a good entrepreneur? You know, are they going to think you're not hungry enough for this? Are they going to think? And it's maybe it's a story I'm telling myself, but it's also that story that entrepreneurs have always told of like, well, I get up at 4 a.m. and I go oh, to the yeah. gym, I check emails, and then I go to the office, run five board meetings, blah, 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 come home around seven, kiss the kids, good night, say hi to my wife, then go back to work until 2 a.m. and sleep for two hours. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like the mom from The Incredibles. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. And yeah. so it's, I, 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 won't, I won't make it yeah. <laughs> if that's the case. But. Yeah, but on, on the other hand, like how many no's do you think those people say to? You right. You know, like how many? 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And they I mean, yeah, when they, you think about uh, Anna Vintour, for example, or like women who are like so fierce. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm sure she's like serial oh, sh- nowhere. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think, that's, I think that's kind of her vibe. That's her brand is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine's a no thanks. But um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a hard thing. But just trust your intuition and the process and yeah. tell your story. I think that's the other thing. And yeah, like I think it's very important because I think we are so stressed to just like lose opportunity just in case yes, it comes yeah. and you're not at home and you're not and it's knocking mm-hmm. and nobody's opening the door and it's like you know like Dutch postal service nobody leaves <gasps> a message <laughs> the worst oh my gosh we could have a whole podcast on that <laughs> wait what's this I've never heard this have you ever had a package delivered or an yeah. attempted delivered to your house yeah and it's okay uh, I've never had a dud as in I've never had something not delivered to my house what Oh, wow. I don't oh, order stuff that much lucky. then. What? <laughs> Do you have like a, a concierge at your, uh, your apartment? That oh, yeah. Jeeves <laughs> receives all my packages. Because <laughs> <and laughs> I've considered it. <laughs> Butler. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I guess I don't order stuff that much. Maybe I've been lucky. Oh, wow. But tell me more. It's notoriously the worst. Like yeah. notoriously that you just won't get stuff. And they're like, yeah, we left a note. It's like, no, you didn't. Oh. Or you like, they leave it like at the, at someone you don't know, like five houses down. Yeah. On the street. yeah. I've had that <laughs> for my, well, my landlord's had that where her stuff just goes to someone else's house and then and she gets a random them. guy or <laughs> knocking yeah. on the door. Like, well, at least they deliver package. it. Yeah. yeah. I've had yeah. people who are just like, okay, well it's here. It's like, yeah, well, I never got a note to say that it was there or, yeah. Oh, I've had so many, so yeah. many issues. I know. <laughs> wow. This is like therapy for me. Yeah, seriously. Like, we could have an entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget where we were. <laughs> okay, the opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's, if that's a harder thing for women too with the whole scarcity at the yeah. top situation of right. like um, breaking the glass ceiling and having to push forward always and... <laughs> pretend or prove that you have this beautiful work-life balance that you can be all the things. And at the end of the day, that's not possible. No. Um, and it's okay, which is even harder to accept. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I, I know the feeling as like being a freelancer. I think uh, when you start out, one of the things that you do is just say yes to absolutely any project, yep. any time, you know, anyone. I'll sell you my know. soul. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yes, yes, 100%. yes, 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 yes. And Awareness, then, great. Love yeah. it. <laughs> and then as you grow and you start to see the the value that you provide, you can start to kind of suss out like which opportunities or which clients or whatever are worth spending your time with. Yeah. And I think it's like that with, you know, entrepreneurship or, or anything that, you know, requires your personal time. Um, and then you get to a point where you can be like, okay, right, this is what I believe in. Like you said, this is my North Star. Yeah. If anything deviates from that, you know, that yeah. train of thought, then it's probably not going to be good for me, and I have to respectfully decline. Decline, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Again, I don't think it ever gets easier, though. No, probably like, not. I think I think it, you get more maybe concrete about saying it, but I don't think it will ever get easier. I hope so. I hope it will get easier. <laughs> no, you get better. It doesn't get easier. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, Again, yeah, you yeah. get better. It doesn't get easier. Right. Good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, throw out these nose. <laughs> What are you excited about uh, for the future? Uh, this is super dorky, but um, we just got t-shirts in and we uh, we had an event last week and some of the t-shirts sold to like strangers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. That's great. Yeah. So really excited to see like a Project Fearless t-shirt like in the wilderness and I, they're going to be photobombed like they won't believe. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're, we'll be selling those, which will be really cool because I can't wait to like pepper the world with them. Uh, but I don't 
know. I'm, I'm excited to see the girls again. Um, we have a hundred percent retention rate on our courses right now. That's amazing. It is amazing. Um, what would be even more amazing is if all of those girls came back to another project fearless course in the future. So if they started in skateboarding, then next year they come in mind to move the lab. Um, but also makes so I'm excited for those to see those girls because after eight weeks, like you you know their ins and outs, you know, like you know their personality types, you know when something that they've done is like way beyond their comfort zone and they just did that. Um, so I'm excited to see that growth. And, and then of course, what, excited to welcome new girls. And what will also be really cool is to see girls who have gone through our programs partnered with new girls, you know, and see right, that dynamic yeah. as well. I think that's gonna be really special. Um, we already have some Project Fearless, like best friends that have formed because of our classes, which is hilarious wow. and <laughs> equally sometimes unmanageable <laughs> in the course. So you too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, but, but great at the same time, right? You know, and, and that's, that's so cool to see that happen. Um, and that was our, one of our big goals too, is that the idea that, you know, if we have 12 girls in a room or a course that these girls and in other circumstances wouldn't be able to, to meet each other. You know, they're coming from different schools, from different backgrounds, from different parts of the city, nice. from different languages. Uh, and so it's really cool to see this new interaction build. Nice. So I can't wait to see how that develops in the future. And I'm going to be taking a selfie with the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. My friend just sent me one with her aunt, her aunt wearing one and like with like at brunch somewhere. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, I cannot wait to start seeing them in the future. Um, it'll be great. Yeah. So the word is spreading. The word is spreading. Yeah. And if you could have one positive word to say to the girls who haven't heard about Project Fearless yet or who haven't been able to do the things that they want to do, what would that be? Ooh. Uh, I think it would just be you got this. Like, That's not one word. Sorry. Just have to be uh, one, exactly, that is not one word. Exactly one no. word. Uh, Evie's kidding. You, then I guess, A few words. You got it? You got this? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it would just be you got this. And. Again, it's you don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the worst. You don't have to even like do it completely. Like you just have to be. You just have to be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Cool. I'm so excited for you and Thank for, you. For, for me too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody didn't know, Evie's on our team. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're excited yeah. for the future and the team is uh, you know, shout out to the team because I've never experienced so much support and love and like trust these women within like with my child basically and right. know that they got it and the coolest thing about the team is whenever we're at an event or something like that like I've overheard like coaches talking about Project Fearless as if it's theirs right like as if they yeah. they own the whole thing and that is the coolest thing that could possibly happen because you know how proud and empowered they are to own what they offer yeah, at Project yeah. Fearless and it's it's magical it's amazing so really thankful to them to all the women who've come to us and all the supporters all over the world who have reached out and high fives and yeah well thank you very much for being with us yeah thanks for having me <laughs> so for our audience listening where yeah. can they find information about project fearless yes so our website good shout is www.projectfearless.org uh, of course, you can follow on our social channels as well. So we're on Instagram and Facebook. 
um, Twitter, which if you wanted to follow us, that'd be great. Cause I think we have like two followers. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but, um, our, our Instagram is if you just search project fearless, um, or it's technically like at project.fearless social handles are always hard to like nab the right ones, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can sign up for our newsletter. You can follow us along, give us high fives in the street, get a <laughs> sticker, whatever you want. <laughs> Brilliant. And for our audience listening at home, you know where to find us at www.wordupodcast.com, where you'll find past episodes and information about our special guests. Thank you very much and see you next time. Doi! Doi! Bye bye. <laughs>